everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Lads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey, and with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. Well, that's good to hear, because our country most certainly is not right now. Um, But thank you, everybody, for downloading the pod and listening. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Also, hit us up on the social medias, at ThreadLads on Instagram, at LadsThread on Twitter. And if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, or any lines you want to drop to us, any suggestions at all, please email us, listeners, at ThreadLads.com. Um, I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do for this podcast, because uh, normally on the Threadless podcast we we keep things very light very very just much of a as a distraction from the things that are going on in the world just some sort of respite from all of that but it, it it's kind of hard to really do that now uh given what's going on in our country given the the, the protests and all the, the police violence that's happened especially over the last two weeks following the murder of George Floyd by a Minneapolis police officer. Um, and and Breonna Taylor. And Breonna Taylor in Kentucky, Ahmaud Aubrey. Like, we could go on down the list of black people and, and really all people, regular citizens that have been killed by uh, police brutality because it's happening... Uh, all over this country, but it, it, it disproportionately has affected the black community. And being, you know, a black man in this country, I felt like we just can't avoid talking about it. It's not anything I would want to avoid talking about. It's something that's constantly been on my mind for the past two weeks. So I don't really know what else I would talk about. And like, this isn't going to be a podcast, like, I have, me and Kevin have very passionate feelings about what is currently going on in this country, but we aren't probably the resources that if you're trying to really like learn or like, I don't know, like, I just feel like there's so many better, more well-equipped voices out there that you could be listening to if you really want to get a full, full, full breakdown and scope of everything going on right now. But I I did, it would be, for lack of a better term, fucked up if we did not address the the, the unrest that you're seeing in this country. This is a civil rights movement that has swept through the country and over the world. Um, As you see protests breaking out in, in places I never would have thought I would have seen, in places across, across, the world and the and i was i i was honestly having trouble kind of figuring out what i wanted to do for this pod like me and kevin i just i I don't i don't know the best way to kind of talk about everything uh i can say that i feel very passionately that we need a true reform in so many ways in, in, in this country, but starting, you know, with our police system, 
and it, it just because th- there there needs to be a change now like and and i feel like it w- what started as specifically black lives matter movement has become even more a, a, of a class issue and um I'm sorry, I'm just having trouble like even thinking about how I want to go into this right now. But but I've been really upset over the past few weeks. I I, I haven't cried probably as much as I have in the past two weeks in a long time. I haven't been as angry as I have over the past two weeks as I have been a long time. But um, there's slivers of hope amongst uh, the darkness that we are in right now. And I'm, I'm really hoping that we can go out and, and change some things. I'm not sure how you feel about all that, Kevin, or anything. Um, <laughs> being being a, a, a non-Black <laughs> black man in this country right now. Um, and I know you're in a space where it's probably you don't want to talk too loud. <laughs> oh, sure. No, I've been, you know, I've been trying to, uh, I've been arguing my views with others I guess, listening to the thoughts of others. I'm in a different place now. You know, uh, we grew up, for those who don't know, in a more left-leaning, I guess, uh, area. And, and now I'm... Yeah, it's, well, like, I mean, there, yeah, there's people of all walks that we grew up with, but we, we definitely surrounded ourselves with the types of people that right are like-minded and more uh, just more progressive leaning more i would say open-minded i would say very about open-minded. changing about changing too about open-minded. learning probably a little too open-minded in some cases but i don't even know if that's like a thing um no i was just kidding um <laughs> no you know it's tough so i'm yeah i am in a new environment now it's different a lot of different opinions being floated around try not to yeah, argue with there's, this well, there's a lot of different opinions being floated around. I don't think it's opinion that all life, uh, uh, that life is important. Life needs to be valued in, in, in this country right now. Black lives are not being valued, are not seen as valuable, are not as cherished by everyone. Um, and in this, in like what I'm struggling through right now is kind of the struggle that I had just leading up to doing this podcast and it's trying to how to organize my thoughts. That's why I think like there's so many, there's so many awesome people, uh, uh, black men and women that are speaking on this issue right now that are, can do it way more eloquently and informed than we can right now. But uh, I, I don't know. I've been doing a lot of, especially like very recently, I, I've just been trying to do a lot of educating myself. So there's a lot even about the history of blacks in this country that I honestly didn't even know being a black man myself. Um, like I, I didn't know fully about the, the bombings in, in Tulsa of black wall street, where you had all these, uh, all these black business owners that owned their houses that started. And then it was all bombed. I didn't know about, uh, Rosewood, Florida, where in the 20s, where we had this full community 
uh, of black people with the black owned businesses and everybody owning their own land and everything. And they came and lynched and tore everything down and lynched people and killed. Like there's just certain things that I've I've just been trying to educate myself even more so. And that's, I think my main just one out of everybody else is like, take this time to not, you know, just live in your bubble or whatever. Take this time to really educate yourself on the history of this country, the development of this country, where the wealth was all built upon the labor of Black people with farms in the South and tech, the textile work in the North and, and then us getting our freedom and the constant fight for equality that's happened for centuries in this country. Because I think there's a lot of people that just don't know. I know I didn't know a lot of stuff about uh, the, the history of this country. Because, I mean, none of this stuff is taught in schools. None of it at all. Even the and, and people like you use the term black history, and I'm like, it's not black history. It's American history. This stuff that's happening yeah. in American world to people that were born here, that have fought and developed and have lived here for generations. This is not. This is all of our history. <laughs> and, yeah, it is American history. I just learned recently. Uh, I had to just Google it and make sure it was <laughs> correct. But that like the last living slave died in 19 the last living former slave died in like the 70s 1970s oh, wow. i didn't that's, know that that's crazy yeah it, it Just, is shows me how not that far removed we are from, from we're things. not far removed for it from it at all and um this isn't the first time that the, this kind of unrest has happened in this country um but it, it we always kind of just go back to the back to the norm without any real systematic changes happening and then that's why the cycle continues to repeat itself i i'm just hoping that the cycle is not going to repeat itself i'm hoping that we stay focused on starting to really make changes and to appreciate um everybody in this fucking country um yeah the downside is our attention spans are zero so yeah well you can see like it what it took for so much of this country to actually be focused on this on this is everybody being inside and not being able to do anything yeah that's true that's what's been able to focus everybody on this and and that's my biggest fear moving forward is that people like it, it is it is a trend it is hip. It is cool to be on the sides of Black Lives Matter right now because that is just what is in. There's people going to protests for photo shoots, basically. There's people, yeah. there's all these corporations making uh, uh, different announcements and uh, statements that they would have never made, but only because it's financially prudent of them to do so right now or they're able to do it it's fine oh go ahead sir uh, no no i was just gonna say like in these fights this fight for uh, equity and equality and justice in this kind of it is a it's a slow 
it's a slow slogging just move it, it moves as i was telling you earlier it moves as a freight liner not as a speedboat and i hope that people just over like this is going to be a, this going to be in the years of making uh, that will be need to be dedicated to this fight it's not just something that's going to happen over a week or a couple weeks or a couple months this is going to take a long sustained effort and that's my only fear um going forward the one thing that i do have faith or or that makes me think that things will can actually change that people will stay more locked in is the all of the the just the the kind of violence that police have shown toward people of all colors over these past couple of weeks pushing over uh like girls pepper spraying girls pushing over uh young women pushing over old people to where they fall over and their head is is slams on the ground and you can see the blood pouring out of their ears and and then the reaction to that those sorts of images it's not it's not even it's not even just a a black problem anymore this is a problem as a country for all of us that we need to kind of stay focused on and i think that those images that kind of those visceral images of cops running their car police running their cars and crowds of people innocent people that are peacefully protesting will just make everybody wake up to what the hell is actually going on in this country and and it's on so many levels in so many ways because it's through our political system as you can see down in like in kevin in georgia right now where people had to wait four five six hours just to be able to vote yesterday dude you you can like there's so many different things that need to change in this country and and people say that the system is broken well the system is system is very much not broken the system is working precisely as it was intended to work and that is the problem and why we need to really break shit down and rebuild from like the ground up on many levels um i'm sorry i was just ranting there for a while kevin um <laughs> it's okay you can edit it in post no yeah. just kidding uh i was gonna say something and i forgot but it must not have been that important yeah it's oh i i remember what i was gonna say um so back when all the covid stuff was starting i um uh, cr- i made a just quickly made a email folder and I just named it world for 2020. And I started Uh sticking in all of the, all those emails that were coming around for like our response to coronavirus, this and that. And then I've since started adding all of the uh, like black lives matter and, you know, official responses from companies and this and that. And, you know, one day it's going to be interesting going back and looking at just how insane 2020 is and, I don't even know what's next, to be honest. It's going to be, we're on a wild ride right now. Any, 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 I, I don't see, we've got a fucking election in November. Like, I don't see. <laughs> That's true. We still have the election. Legit, uh, this, this entire year is going to be fucking Kobe kicked. We kicked it off with Kobe pretty much, I think. Well, I think, 
Well, Kobe happened to happen in like February. Yeah, I think that was like and, the first. People, people are already forgetting about the wildfires in Australia. Though. Oh shoot! Yeah, the wildfires. January, like it, it, it's this entire year has been off the fucking rails in a way that no oh one my could God. Have predicted. I forgot about the wildfires. The wildfires, <laughs> Kobe, Corona, those hornets. Um, yeah. The protests. Now there's then there's gonna be the the election. May or may not be a spike in Rona. Who knows? Yeah. Now it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We obviously don't like talking about politics on on this podcast. But can you imagine? I just want to entertain. Can you imagine if 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 Trump does lose, he's still going to be in office for like two more months. He's going to do some wild shit. (laughs) That shit is going to be out of control. So out of control is going to be crazy, and I I like fear what's going to happen it's going to be so sketchy <laughs> that's true the presidents always do like release people from jail or usually it's like good stuff that they do right at the end or like you yeah. know but this he's probably gonna do some vindictive stuff right because that's what his entire presidency is <laughs> but i don't i don't want to even focus on that shit too hard i, I don't even know where i want to go at this point, I, I just know I, I I suggest everyone to start actually learning about just the history because I think that's that's the best way that we're going to be able to move forward is learning from the past. There's so many people that are blind to the actual history, like especially like I was obviously raised like you, Kevin. I mean, I went to pretty much all white private school my entire life and though the way that we treat the history of black people in this country basically is like well they were slaves then abraham lincoln freed them then uh then there was rosa parks and mlk and that was it (laughs) yeah that's true and and we got people out here quoting uh i have the i have a dream speech that had never once read a single line of his letters from a Birmingham jail. Dude, talk about conspiracy theories. Uh, do you remember learn, uh, all the FBI? You know about all that FBI blackmailing him, trying oh, to get yeah. him to commit suicide. Oh yeah, definitely. He was. I think it's FBI or CIA. At the time of Martin Luther King's de- death, he was one of the, the the most polarizing, if not one of the most hated men in America. He was he was a threat to the FBI. People said that he was a he was going to ruin um, any civil rights movement that black people could have had back then. And now and now people want to like paint him as this sort of caricature of what he actually was now. And they don't actually really know anything about him or really truly know his 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 calculated movements, his the way he wanted to disrupt the, the way he protested. It was all peacefully, but it was all calculated to to raise, cause the most disruption, to raise, raise the most awareness to these types of things. And and, and nobody really has a, uh, a true understanding of that. And, and there's so many things in this this country that of, of Black people that Nobody, nobody knows. It, uh, yeah, just, at all. I don't know shit about this country, and it's funny because I work in, uh, you know, working in IT. It's constantly learning, learning new technologies, and 
I was speaking to one of the the employees at, at my job who has a you know completely different field, and he was talking about you know he was asking me about a programming language or something, and he said it was on his learning board. And I started talking to him about that, and I thought that was super interesting. And I guess at his college or whatever, and in the field they encourage things like that. So I think that I am constantly learning things because I am, but it's all in my kind of you know, narrow field of things. So my goal recently is I've decided to expand that. And I'm going to start with learning more about how the local government works and things like yeah. that. Yeah, learn. I encourage them. everyone to try to branch out of their, you know, I guess, I don't know what you call it, bubble, I guess, or whatever, field of study or whatever. only like four years ago that I even learned that there's more than maybe more than four maybe eight years ago that I learned that there's more on the ballot than just voting for like right. the, the candidate you know <laughs> there's so much more there's so um, much more so much more do, do, do you know about like the Orangeburg massacre I've never right. heard of the Orangeburg Have, do you know about the do you know about the bombings of Tal in Tulsa yeah I did know about the bombings in Tulsa but I didn't know the details of it oh yeah I neither were like Rosewood, Florida. No, I've like, never heard of Rosewood. Yeah. What's the just, orange one? Uh, the Orangeburg Massacre was basically... Um, it was basically protesters. And this happened right before the like the Kent State oh, um, shoot. shootings and everything. But it's basically it was the shootings of protesters by South Carolina Highway Patrol officers in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Um, on the on the campus of South Carolina State University, University, um, there's like 200 protesters that were that were demonstrating against racial segregation at this bowling alley, um, and then there was like National Guard there, and they basically were like, "Oh well, we heard like shots fired from the crowd," so then they just started fucking firing at these protesters. Oh my god, that's what happened at Kent State too, right? I think. Yeah, basically. Right, Jeez. And there's so there's so like little understanding of the full scope of our history. It's, um, people <laughs> have been like uh, putting together these things of like all the like jokes or or like songs, like just like art for all this stuff that's been happening since like you know the '60s and before, obviously earlier than that, but just you know like through song and things like that, like the Chappelle joke. Um, sublime song like there's been like just so much stuff it's crazy when you think about it yeah. stuff's just repeating over and over again <laughs> one, one of the funniest things i've seen um then i'm like on twitter like all the time now i i need to get off of it yeah you should probably get off twitter a little bit but <laughs> give yourself a mental break i 100 need to but uh there's this one person who posted that tom morello who's the, the guitarist from rage against the machine yeah, and, he went to like Harvard or something. Yeah, he went to Harvard for uh, like political science or something. Yeah, political science or something like that. It has his like masters in it or something. But somebody tweeted at him. He's like, "I didn't realize like how 
like political or like liberal you were so and like I, you what? lost a fan i'm like rage against the machine like, you not like literally <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> what all, an idiot. Their, all their lyrics all their songs uh, everything about them could not be more fucking straightforward yeah <laughs> they are about what did they think they were singing <laughs> Do you Just think like... their, their name was rage with the machine oh like i don't gosh. know <laughs> what you're talking about um that i need to get the fuck off there i need to start reading more i've been trying to yeah. uh that's one thing I recommend everyone try to chill out on social media just a little bit because a lot of it is just garbage. Also. It's, it's garbage. It's people just fucking spouting shit and they don't have any actual like understanding uh, of the full scope of everything. And and everybody just needs, I feel like everybody just needs to start educating themselves yeah. on, on everything. And then that's how, and then we can move forward like that. Because a lot of us just don't, we don't know nearly as much as we like to think we do. Dude, that's the problem. Though. People don't even read articles. All they do is read the headlines. People aren't going to be out there reading books, dude. You can't, yeah. even get, you can't even get people to read the full article of what they're posting half the time. Right. Yeah. It, it's super messed Unless up. Unless it's like a video. <laughs> watch the video. That's, that's a huge fucking problem. Yeah. Uh, for all of us that i think we all need to start doing so i mean i i've ordered a few books um went to some 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 black owned i was gonna say did you order on amazon <laughs> no did not order on amazon I, i've been very conscious of not doing that especially if i'm if like I'm, if i'm ordering a james baldwin book or or something like that i'm not gonna do it off of amazon i'm gonna at least try to support it um black owned business while i do that it's cool that because there's been a lot of different resources out like uh i I have this whole google doc thing that somebody compiled all the black owned restaurants in maryland oh i saw that i think i saw something similar yeah a lot of people in like all the states have been doing stuff like that and there's a compilation of black owned bookstores that then where they are and how you can order from them and stuff like that. So there, there's a lot of cool things like that. That is cool. Up. Um, I love reading. Uh, I like reading, I, <laughs> but I need to love, I need to start loving reading, start love reading uh, a little bit more. I need to read something of substance. Cause I just finished a star Wars book, you know, but I gotta, the only thing I read really are like tech manuals or, uh, like garbage like star wars or whatever uh, <laughs> i gotta start reading some literature again yeah i don't know when the switch changed it's maybe like with probably like five six years but i've i haven't really been able to get into a lot of uh fiction in general i've been re i've been reading a lot more non-fiction oh, as yeah. i've kind of gotten older just because i like when i'm reading i kind of want to be taking in some information sure like i guess my my escape as opposed to like reading uh like a a fantasy some fiction or something like that my my typical escape from is is video games oh yeah yeah i got what i I primarily have been using as an escape and then when i read i've been trying to do a little bit more nonfiction, but like now I feel like that's almost essential. One of the things I'd recently did, well, recently, but since quarantine, 
is that I realized I wasn't listening to as many podcasts because I wasn't driving around yeah. everywhere. Um, but then I kind of realized I haven't really been listening to podcasts for the past like two, three years, or whatever, because it's all—it's just like background. It's you know, just so, so one of the things I did pretty recently is I like one, I just like slashed through the podcast. Don't slash us. But I, I just slashed through like a bunch of the podcasts I don't listen to anymore. And I've been like sitting and actually like listening to the podcast. Because like the reason I started loving podcasts in the beginning is learning about all new different types of whatever, like, right. the, you know, uh, radio lab and things like that. And now I started treating it more as like a show or something where like I don't have them on while I'm doing things because I realize I'm not really listening. So I yeah. try to like, you know, absorb. This quarantine has been interesting. It's really taking a massive toll on me mentally. I guess toll is pejorative, but like, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, the, the the quarantine and then what's going on like this, this is like this is a hundred percent a a time that you will never forget in your life yeah. moving forward. There, it, it's gonna it's like your life is gonna be like pre twenty twenty then post twenty. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like, in, in so many ways, <laughs> um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like it, it was easy to be comfortable in the past and to just kind of go through life going through the motions and i feel like it, it's not it, it, it that's not as easy to do anymore yeah i don't know i feel like a certain uncomfortability um just like kind of almost like I I need to be doing something better with my life. I've been feeling that way also. Like I work for a mortgage company and it's a great company to work for. And I love all the people that I work with and they've been nothing but supportive to me, but I just kind of feel like I'm not doing enough with my life almost and like especially over these past like covid was kind of making me feel that and then now over these past two weeks it's really making really has made me feel that yeah. um in a way where i'm just like well i need to be doing like if i have children what have i done in this world to make it more of a world that i would want for them to grow up in and it and i haven't really done anything that's a good question to ask yourself like, or anyone to ask themselves. Yeah. Like, is this, is the way our world is currently operating just something that you would be super happy with raising your kid in? Like, I don't want to fucking have to, like, like, I mean, my, my parents have had to have many talks with me over the years, mainly focusing on like the, uh, issues of race like i remember i've uh, been like, there when your mom has said some things before yeah when my mom specifically like younger being like if all of your because like I, obviously i went to like all white schools like coming up not all white but pre predominantly. predominantly a lot of my friends are white and all that stuff and um just hang just and especially being teens and just younger we're all like doofuses running around like, acting up or whatever and she's like if if the police ever come you do not run yeah. i don't care you're any of your friends run like you do not run and that's a that's a that's a conversation every single black parent has to have with I, their child i remember we, that 
And oh, sorry, not to cut you off. No, no, I was just gonna say, and every black parent has to have that conversation with them about how to act with police, and if they ever pull you over, just just do everything they say. Don't reach for anything. Be super uh, upfront. Because which like it should it, it's kind of like just should kind of be no duh, but like parents shouldn't have to have that conversation with their yeah. kids. And I don't wanna have to have that conversation with my child. And then when they start driving, be fearful not only that they could get in a car wreck, but then they could fucking be pulled over and fucked up. Yeah. Simply for just driving around. like Or shot while you're sleeping in your bed. Oh, yeah. Or, like, oh, my God, dude. Man. But, um, but you yeah, know, I, I was going to say real quick, uh, I remember when your mom said that, and, like, thinking or just thinking that, like, as a kid, I obviously wasn't, didn't really take it. I, uh, I, pretty sure i was like laughing at that point just because to me it was so like ridiculous like to say yeah but you know reflecting on that later on like that's so it's such a bummer you know it's such it's heavy that's just like a really heavy thing to have to tell your your kid that it's not a joke it's not a joke and like kids shouldn't like children shouldn't have to fucking be hearing that type of stuff there shouldn't have we shouldn't have children that are like 15 out here protesting for shit either like kids that are like young should be just living their fucking lives carefree being the carefree dumbasses that like teenagers are and shit um but yeah it's that's a very it's i i just like it's just clicked i don't i want to start to try to be able to create a world that is something I would be happy to bring somebody into, which it isn't currently. I'd be scared to bring a child into this world currently. Um, just for all the stuff that I, they would have to go through and the fears that I would have for them for the rest of their life. And so I've been trying to start really actually getting active in the community donating, giving my time, paying more attention to local politics, shit that like kind of already should have been doing. But now I, I, I feel like it's hit this crest where I have no choice but to do so, I guess. Yeah, totally. Local politics one is big for me. I need to learn more about that. Local politics is huge. As you see, as we were talking about, Atlanta's like you're down in fucking the Georgia area, and that shit is out of control. Keep the same people always constantly getting elected too, because half the time people don't. Well, especially those small, like small elections and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we need like because yeah, we say it's like we really need to go out and vote, and really need to change the people that are in power if you want to make change. But in in Georgia, they're not even allowing people to exercise that right. It's funny because just Maybe. last week, I was literally telling my grandma last week about how this is a thing they do where they put like one voting booth in low-income areas. So people yeah. have to wait in these massive lines and then either you can't wait that long so you have to leave because you could probably have, you have fucking kids or like whoever at home you have to get back to or just a job or you have two jobs. Yeah. Or, or someone just doesn't want to stand in line that long. And then it's just like, you know, it's, it's just a way to, it's like uh 
discouraging, you know, it's yeah. horrible. I mean, I've been on for years that election days need to be national holidays. There's no reason. There's no reason we shouldn't be able to figure every, this out like, online. Every other fucking country has it like that. There's no reason that you need to use your lunch break to go vote or use yeah. time off to go vote or like to, to participate in the democracy that we, we raise, we like to claim that we take so highly in this fucking country, the ultimate right to vote, to be able to change things. And we make it so much harder on people to be able to do that than it needs to be. And and, and there's a reason for that. The, the, there's people in power that want it that fucking way. And yeah. that's why it, it, it's harder. And that's why it's so fucking difficult to change anything. And that's why it's these things... It, it, it are just it's, so yeah. woven to like our fucking fabric. It, and it's like when thing when it's right in your face and it's hard to like not see certain things too, like especially in Georgia recently when like, you know, all the high income, like, you know, I live in a, where I'm staying right now with my grandparents is considered a, a, you know, like a high income area. So my grandparents got their ballot in the mail like a while ago. She's yeah. one of the other guys lives here he got like not only did he get his he got he got like seven of them in the mail one for like every person that had lived there meanwhile he got whole counties of people not getting them it's just it's crazy man it's just, it's yeah it doesn't it doesn't <clears throat> in one way it doesn't make sense and then in another way it makes, makes complete sense yeah it makes fucking complete sense it's rough and yeah and that's the shit then that's the shit that's going to take a while to to really overcome because it's not just georgia that has experienced that shit's oh, like no. across the fucking country absolutely and and the the shitty laws that allow police to fucking work with impunity and basically do whatever they want with with freedom of repercussion it, it's going it's going to take a it's going to take a, a little while i, I don't know I'm generally a positive person, so I have faith that we can actually change. But I mean, I don't know. We've been here before, I guess, but we've never been in a time like we are right now. We've never been in a time where we're we're so much closer to each other. Like generally, as a world, we're so connected in a way that we've never been before, and that kind of gives me hope. And there's a lot of ignorant. Mo- ignorant ass motherfuckers still out there and people that are that aren't even super aware of anything going on um right now and it's easy and and it's easy to remove yourself if these things aren't directly affecting you even though they are they can all fucking directly affect you i don't know i don't know it it can be overwhelming at certain points thinking about it yeah this year has been so overwhelming really has really fucking has um i don't really know what else i want to say um like my main yeah my main point go educate yourself talk to a black fuck just talk to a black person you know or 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 whatever uh, and learn something and listen and hear and if you don't have any black people that you can talk to if, you're if you don't have any black people well, like, I don't know. There's a lot of fucking, there's people. No, in this the way world. you said it is what I was, I was like. Like, if you don't have any black people, like, you can 
I am here. If you're listening to this fucking podcast, you can contact me, and I am more than willing. Yeah, if someone used the listeners at threadlives.com, ask Justin some questions, please. Yeah, if you have any fucking questions, confusions about, like, I know, like, one of the biggest questions out of all of this is, like, why do, why do they need to run? Why do they need to break shit? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, if you look at it, really, there's three types of people that are taking that are part of these types of situations, like the protests and everything. You got your protesters, you got your rioters, and you've got your looters. The protesters, which is the main uh, contingent of people, the the, predom- the predominantly the, the more of the people that are out there, are out there really just marching for change, making their voices be heard. Then you got rioters who literally are just like, fuck the system. We just want to break shit. We want to burn shit. And we don't give a fuck about any of it. And then you got looters who see this opportunity of these protests and everything as a chance to finally get something that they have been unable to get, whether that's food, clothing, jewelry, any of that type of shit. And something that just frustrates me so much when people fucking focus on the looting, like the specific act of the looting, as opposed to the reason why those people feel the need or feel that opportunity to loot. They don't look at those reasons. They don't look at them being so desperate and always having... Uh, these fucking idols and all this stuff flash in their faces and they feel like the only way that they can obtain it is walking over, is walking through some some busted ass glass to finally get it and stuff like that. But then then there's also the level of like, people are fucking also fed the fuck up. Like, what do you expect is going to happen? Like, we've been fighting for this shit for like 400 years. When we we peacefully... protested all the fucking time and martin luther king peacefully protested and they fucking killed the motherfucker and and we don't and they're and it's not our neighborhoods to a certain respect because we don't own any of the shit that's there none of that shit is owned by us all of it is owned by like white people banks all that shit and when we tried to do it on our own when we tried to create these places like in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, and when we in Rosewood, Florida, and they fucking burned it down and they killed everybody and fucked all that shit up, and and like so, like eventually people are just going to be so fed up because there's no it doesn't seem like any fucking option of what we do is good enough. We can't peacefully protest. We can't create our own communities. We can't fucking stand up for ourselves. We can't do fucking anything. And it's always being ripped out of our fucking hands. So eventually, the shit was going to not... was going to fucking boil over. And I just hope that people keep the fucking passion going forward. Because... That like because it's gonna be it's gonna be a minute before we can change all this shit. But we got we got to. Quite frankly, I don't know. Totally.
But I think that'll do it for us uh, this week of the Threadlands Podcast. Uh, maybe next week we can do a little bit something different. I don't know. I was kind of thinking about trying to get my parents on here or something like that. We get perspective of people that lived through like the civil rights movement. Of, yeah, that'd be of, cool. And then the 60s and can kind of give perspective on what they see this movement that we're, we're going through right now and just kind of compare and stuff like that. So I don't know. We're going to do something like that. Um, and if you're still listening to this shit, then uh, uh, thank you very much. Uh, if, you, if you're not still listening to this, then you're probably one of those people that probably need to talk to a black person, quite frankly. Or some people are just, you know, I guess they're just overwhelmed by everything. I guess, yeah, people can be burned out and overwhelmed, but like, yo, that's where we're fucking at. Black people burned out and overwhelmed every fucking day in this goddamn country. Everybody needs to fucking be burned out and overwhelmed because that that uncomfortableness that that's the shit that'll lead to change. Like I don't know, I don't know. Again, like I'm not like any I, I'm not any person that probably should be be listened. There's so many more, just more. Yeah, people that are knowledgeable and more eloquent with how they're talking about these subjects can be i just i would not have felt comfortable doing this podcast without addressing the issues in how i feel and if you have a problem or if you agree just please reach out say anything to us we love hearing from <laughs> listeners at threatlabs.com y'all know it hit us up but uh for kevin o'connor i'm justin dorsey and this has been the threat Labs podcast threat Labs.